This episode is brought to you by churchpodcasthq.com, our service in which our team supports your church's podcast. Now, we're going to discuss what all this service entails later in this episode, but if you'd rather learn more about it right now, check out churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. Now, speaking of podcasts, unfortunately, many churches are still not prioritizing their podcast presence. Either they don't see the value in having one, or they simply don't have the time or expertise to set up and keep up with a podcast. In this episode, our producer, Bo Snyder, and I discuss why you need a podcast, what it takes to start one, and how you can keep your podcast feed engaging with quality content. I'm Luke Clayton, and welcome to Church Media HQ. Now, let's talk about getting a good microphone. All right, so... With all of this equipment, we always say you're going to start your start small, you're going to work your way up. I mean, I was trying to remember. We started with, I think there were a couple of microphones we were just borrowing. Um, I think they were like music mics, they? Yeah, I was going to say, I think they were, they worked, but yeah, they, they were worked. definitely intended more for like a, a, a like recording in like a, a, stu- a music studio. Yeah, I mean, I remember that. If you go back trouble. and watch some of our videos from like maybe yeah, uh, I mean, a couple of years ago at this point, probably you'll see, late 2019, you'll kind of see the mics we're talking about. I mean, and I remember this, the, 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 the nightmare, they were putting them on stands and yeah, making and them like hang. Right. And, oh, it was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. But, um, but we, we did what we could with what we had. Yep. Of course, so, uh, we here were, we are now. Yeah, but, yeah, right. Well, we've just bought our own mics now that are better. Well, yeah, yeah. But but we were borrowing or whatever. And and here's here's what you will find. Uh, here's what you're gonna find. The more content that you create, and the more you do it, the more you know, kind of upgrades to your gear you'll start to make, and the more gear you're gonna accumulate. Because really, when we look at our studio here in terms of our recording, like okay, well, we we bought that camera like four years ago, bought this mic couple years ago, you know, uh, we bought that, you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of like the, these lights we bought, you know, they just right. accumulates. And over time it's like, Oh, we have a decent setup. Right. And you also know? your skills accumulate. Too. Yeah, exactly. Once you, I mean, once again, obviously good equipment is, is great, but you just do this a couple times. And even if something, let's just say, wow, going just from this room of the house to that room of the house, huge difference yep. or just yep. things like that. You'll kind of begin to have an ear or an eye for that kind of stuff. And yep. you'll just boost your production quality for sure. But. So, um, so anyway, so all that to say, start small We're I'm circling back to that road smart loft because I would say that if you bought that for your, you say, I'm going to buy that to, to record my sermons. If that's all you start with and you just pin that thing right here, you know, on your, on your shirt or whatever. And that's what you start with for recording your actual, like individual, the supplemental content. Honestly, it's going to sound great. Uh, talk about Jeremy again. Yeah. That's all Jeremy uses when he records his audio on his end whenever we have him on. Right. Um, we have him on a Zoom call, but then he's recording on his phone just through Did one of those Did you hook him up with one of those? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. We, we showed him that years ago. That's right. And he loves yep. it. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, his his audio sounds really solid. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's a great, again, a great start. Now, I do have, again, another link in the show notes here um, where there's, uh, again, going back to podcastinsights.com. They give a bunch of recommended microphones. There, there are some really good mics 
mics you can have. Now I'll tell you, this yeah. this is the uh, Rode Podcaster Pro mic. It's like a three hundred dollar mic, brand new. Mm-hmm. So you know that's not going to be in everybody's budget. But there are some really good mics if you want to move something beyond the the lav. Mm-hmm. Um, that they like they like connect directly with USB in your computer, and, and a lot of them come with like the actual softwares where you can um, capture it or, or whatnot. Um, but and but so, I would say the Rode Smart Lav is the best first step. Yes, just. For the price, yeah, for, for the, the price, for just starting for the out, ease of use. There's yeah. nothing easier than that yeah. to just automatically go from zero to like, hey, this sounds good. Yeah. I actually, so. we've had Nate Skelly on here before. I think yeah. that's what he started his podcast with. He's okay. upgraded since then. Okay. But I mean, again, it's it's a very simple step to take. Um, and so and so, cause you just want to avoid doing too much too soon because when you do too much too soon, um, you a lot you'll of times get bogged down in the work and your content yeah. won't be as good. Well, a lot of times you'll never get started. Yes. Because you're like, it just seems too much in one If you think, well, I need a, if I need a mic, I need a nice mic, I need a recorder, I need a camera, you know, all this stuff. Well, now it just got really intense real fast and you, you're just going to seem overwhelming. Another thing, if you jump the gun, you could get gear that you don't really need and that you don't really like. Yeah. It is finished. Our film back in like oh, 2018, yeah. that, there was a lot of things. Remember the Tascam? I hate that Tascam. Yes. Remember? That used we, to be our old, old recorder. Let me, let me tell that you. Thing, sucked it did it was a piece of garbage it was a piece of junk and let me let me tell you something this is just me getting over my ego as a cameraman that was the little bit i call them the earlier days of being a dp for sure that is our first production together it was was. and and correct me if i'm wrong the reason it was so great is not only was it you know it was a nice big monitor on the camera oh it looked hollywoodish whatever but it shot 4k Mm. and i think we shot that production in for it like the entire thing yeah and it was just like, what? and we did it in the middle of the desert, and that thing overheated. I lost footage. I mean, it was my heart dropped to the floor several times. Like, oh, the thing just shut off, or right in the middle of a take, or whatever. Anyway, that was one of those things. I say all that to say, it was overkill. I yeah. didn't need it. I wanted it because it looked cool. It made me feel like, oh, this is better. But it's like, it, it ended up being more of a headache yep. than actually what it was worth. Yeah, there, and, and I was that was our first. This is about not podcast specifically, but it applies. That was our first major production that we did, and we just we overkilled a lot of things. And and part of that was we bought equipment that we thought we needed because I read it on a blog or we saw it in a YouTube video. Yep. Uh, remember that vest. Uh, remember yeah. that we used it like once. We we thought that was the coolest thing, <laughs> and we thought we would need it, whatever. And so, so that's the thing is is now looking back on it, it's like I about the vest. Yeah, yeah. Now looking back on it now, we probably look at our gear list and it's like we didn't need half of that, right? But, the, you know, this is this is what's funny. Okay, I mean, I went up just off the record. I shot, I shot a wedding a couple weeks ago. Off the record, like it was. I don't know what that means. Know. I just kind of off I, off topic. I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. No. The, the amount of gear that I would have taken like two years ago, mm. I would have had that big yellow case and all this. Yeah, yeah. But now, like pretty much, I take my camera, a tripod, and the Ronin the gimbal. Ronin, yeah. That's all I need. Yep. And it's like, it's great. I mean, it's just because those are things, I know how to use them. It's the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. Yep. You know, so I don't need all those extra. You so know, so but, all that to say, yeah. you, you don't want it. Because if you think, I just need to get this and this and this. You'll you'll wind up buying stuff that you don't need and that you don't like. Yeah. Like you're talking about the Shogun. Um, I said that I was talking about the Tascam, the audio recorder. Right. That thing was a piece of piece, piece of junk. Um, and uh, and so um, anyway, so and then obviously, like let's say you are in a place where you have the budget and whatever, or you're able to convince somebody to give you the budget. Well, if you make this large investment, no equipment that never gets used, you guess who's getting a big budget 
ever again. Well, not you, you right, know. So, right, right. Um, so you just don't want to go overkill that. Now, when it comes to actually producing, jumping back to producing like interview conversational style content, um, there obviously minimal requirements. Again, got to have your quiet space. Got to have your mic and capture device at least on your end. Let's talk about the two approaches. Are you one of the many churches that is still not prioritizing your podcast? Maybe you haven't seen the value until now, or maybe you just don't have the time or expertise to set it up and keep up with a podcast. Well, we can help you have an effective podcast presence so that your church can have the best possible online presence and continue to reach and grow more people through the power of digital media. We handle the setup and ongoing support of your church's podcast by uploading up to five episodes per week. And we can get started at no cost to you with a free 14-day trial, during which time we can set up your podcast hosting, develop an episode template with intros and outros, or even design fresh cover art for your podcast feed. This way, you can get a preview of the work we can do for you and make sure our team and process is a good fit for your church. It's important to us that we make sure we are a good fit because we actually limit the number of podcasts we support so that we can give each one the attention it needs to succeed. Now, with that in mind, we are only able to accept a handful of new podcasts to support at this time. So if you're interested, you'll need to sign up very soon. You can see which podcast support plan is right for your church and start your free 14-day trial at churchpodcasthq.com. Also, as an added bonus, your church will get a complimentary membership to Church Media HQ. This is valued up to $299, that's $299 a month, and it's going to be yours at no additional cost when you hire our team to manage your church podcast at churchpodcasthq.com. Again, space is limited, so pick your plan and start your free 14-day trial today at churchpodcasthq.com. That's churchpodcasthq.com. Let's talk about the two approaches, and we do them both here. The first is your virtual guest. Jeremy, keep using him as an example. Jeremy and, and almost all of our guests join us virtually um, because Jeremy's in New Mexico. Um, I talked to somebody uh, recently. I don't know. He'll probably drop later, but he's up in Connecticut. I mean, you know, so obviously they're virtually. Um, and that, that's going to be your most common way. So this is the idea. Like, hey, let's say you got like a pastor friend and you say, hey, I want, I, want to, I want to get him on for a conversation. And this is the kind of content that we can put on. Well, um, if you're going to do this, you're going to need a computer. Uh, you're going to need um, – that's going to be best. It is possible to maybe use a phone or whatever, and I'm talking about to communicate and record with your virtual guest. Mm-hmm. Um, a computer is going to be the best. Now, you're going to need Zoom, some other type of video conferencing service that allows recording. Zoom allows recording. Skype, I believe, does. Ah, Skype, man. Who uses Skype anymore? Yeah, you know? Skype, Skype kind is of, ca- you know, Dude, like, I wish I would have invested in Zoom about two years yeah. ago. I would have. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> but, but Zoom, you know, there is a free version as long as you're keeping it to just a uh, two people participating in the 
meeting. It's completely free. You yep. can record. Um, that's what we use. Um, I, it is good that, and you want to ensure that your guest is joining from a quiet, isolated space. I was space. just going to say, I, I don't know how many times I've gotten on a Zoom call and I'll, you know, as soon as Zoom, mm. they pop up and they're in the middle of their dining room table and there's like 10 people in the background. I'm like, this, no, this is I was on a group work. call the other day. It was like a big group coaching meeting and the guy leading it was literally driving. And, <laughs> and we, everybody was just kind of like, uh, bro. Somebody else will lead it this time. You're you're good. Just listen. Like, like be yeah. safe. Wow. Um, so, but you want to make sure they're joining from a from an appropriate space that is quiet, that is isolated, that they're not going to get interrupted. If it's possible, record on both sides, meaning that I'm going to record the Zoom and I'm record all my audio on my side, but I'm also going to give the virtual guests the ability to record on their end so that, and usually you can do, if you're using Zoom, you can do all that right in Zoom. That way, if something goes wrong, you have a copy of their audio yep. that they can send you. Um, and then a bonus, if the guest is able to record with a quality microphone, like again, Jeremy always uses his, yeah, his sure. off, then yeah, by all means, oh, do that. Um, now, if it's an in-person guest, um, then you're obviously going to need a second mic um, that capture, you know, and then some type of device to capture that. We, we use the same device to capture both. Um, and uh, don't share a mic. Don't don't do this no, thing where you – did, did we try that once? I you think, know what? We, I don't we did. There's a couple times back in the old when we used to actually record at my house, mm-hmm. like the old kitchen table. Mm-hmm. I think we had like one mic in the middle of the we're table. We're just kind of leaning we into it. Like we're sitting like a foot from each other. Like, yeah. I mean. It's like, it's like an old like barbershop quartet. Like kinda, you're like leaning yeah. it, you know? <laughs> and once again, did what we had, you know, but yeah. don't do not do that. So, um, so yeah, don't do not do that. Don't share mics. Make sure you got two. Um, make sure that your mics are positioned in a way and configured in a way to what they're only picking up the primary vocals of the speaker because we recently made this mistake in a yeah, huge we, way we, we still make mistakes I'll, I'll admit it there's th- there's times we're in a hurry and we don't you know yeah. listen as much or adjust as you know of course we'll fix it in post is a nightmare yeah, I know. for me but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's okay but so you want to make sure that like hey when i'm speaking on my side that your mic over there is it's very faint to what it's hearing of me it might hear me a little bit but it's very faint so you want to make sure that that like i could crank the gain up on both of these and it would be yeah. just as accurate. Little, little note crank up your headphones before you crank up the gain yeah. Dude, Full dude. disposure, that's the mistake we made last night. Or I made. I made it. <laughs> What's it, it going to say? <laughs> it's me. Okay, it's on me. Um, and then it's best to capture each audio on separate channels. This so is you can nice. edit them individually. This is a big deal. It, it, you do have to have a semi-advanced... I say semi, but anything will do it at this point. Um, like the recorder we have captures on two channels. Um, it's not that it is 100% required, but when you capture it all on one channel, if, for example, Bo, you just started coughing right now, there'd be no way to edit that out. And, and when, it, when you're only hearing my audio and you did something, coughed or whatever, well, you could go in and edit that part out and it wouldn't affect my audio. So um, recording on separate channels. Now, the in-person guests, that's often make for better conversation. So like when you and me are talking, in person, it's a lot more smooth, free-flowing than when I've got somebody virtually. You know, we've learned how to make the virtual work really yeah, well. Yeah, we have. But by and large, it's like, hey, everything else just flows a little better. So it feels a little bit more natural when you are in person. But it can be a little bit more challenging to record and edit. Um, so the virtual guests often make for the more simple recording process. The nice thing about Zoom, even if you're going to use the video, well, it automatically kind of cuts back and forth based on whoever's it talking. It does. It is know? nice. So, um, you know, but there are a few, you know, potentially technical limitations with a virtual guest. It keeps the conversation from maybe flowing as well. You know, I've had plenty of times where the, 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 we have some glitch and you know we have to wait yeah. and, you know there's a lag it's kind of like so, what do you say no, go ahead go yeah, right yeah, yeah all that classic <laughs> stuff so here, here's what I would like to say though I mean I, if you can record one hour 
of conversation or interview style content each month. So like I said, you get a pastor buddy on and you, you talk for an hour about, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Well, you can actually release now one 10 to 15 minute episode of supplemental content each week, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that you, so for those of you saying, wow, that just seems like a lot, it's a commitment. But when you look at it that way, it's like, well, I only need to take an extra hour a month to produce it. Now, yes, there's editing and all that involved, but it's very doable. And I would highly encourage you, if nothing else, get your, like I said, maybe you, if you're the lead pastor and assistant pastor, let's just reflect on on the sermons this month, you know, on the series we just got through or whatever, or or, or let's preview what's coming next, whatever it may be, and then take that content and, and, and then you can divide it up and, and release it, you know, kind of incrementally or whatever. So uh, that kind of brings us to the end of talking about audio. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about if you wanted to take the plunge into doing some video content. Let let's go there. We're going to give you just a quick crash course. Okay. On actually saying, okay, you have you have done the audio, you've done it well. Now you really want to do a little bit with video. So here's the here's the two massively ginormous, cannot emphasize them enough prerequisites to doing video. The first. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check the show notes and video description to learn more about products and services from Church Media HQ, as well as details about the show's guests and content contributors. If you find this content helpful, please take a moment to leave us a five-star review and share this episode with other church leaders like you. Also, be sure to check out our newest show, Connection Culture, available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Church Media HQ is a production of the Must Increase Network. The show is edited and produced by Bo Snyder. The creator and executive producer is myself, Luke Clayton. And until next time, I want to remind you to try something new at your church. Why? Well, because you know that it's so much better to fail at trying the incredible than it is to succeed at doing just the average. We'll see you next time right here on Church Media HQ.